Nice baggy senses tell me this is gonna get fucking tasty, baby. I will love it if we beat them. Love it. There's a slice of cheese, Minigoji and Sopolis. I have a dream. Arnie Cut. Bartler. Eh. The fella in the green and white short. The guys up in the joy have asked to be put back in their cells. <laughs> <laughs> if you stop waffling, we might get some work done. He has the goo blood. He has the goo blood. Get out! Get out, man! You ain't got. Let me add a little bit of spice to that. Is he a fucking spice? My grandmother had wheels, she would have been a bike. I think I'm a special one. I'm the normal one. I never knew Stoke were that good. <laughs> Hello, good evening, and welcome to another edition of the OnlyFans Football Podcast, uh, episode 29, the Michael Block, named after the club um, professional career. Is that what he was? In, uh, hold on, I'll get the golf club's name up. Club legend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Block is his name, and he's a hole-in-one on his Six- 69th <laughs> hole of the weekend, the absolute shagger. Dave, welcome to the podcast. Hey, good to be back. Happy to be back. Had a little nap. Feel Had great. How are we all getting on? Uh, yeah, not too bad. We're sat here watching Leicester away to Newcastle, currently in the 63rd minute. It is Monday evening. By the way, Michael Block hails out of Ario. <laughs> How do you pronounce this? Arroyo Trabuco Golf Club in Mission Viejo, California. Lots of Spanish around there, Adam. Yeah, a lot of Spanish. It, like I think California, like uh, San Diego, San Francisco. It's an interesting start to a, a football podcast that we spent the talking about golf, Kieran. But um, I suppose much like myself, Kieran, you probably spent a lot of the weekend watching the golf. I did, yeah. And um, I was actually down the. I was I was gardening today, Adam. I was did about five hours of gardening. Right. Um, and it's very therapeutic. I do like gardening. I like manual labour. Yeah. <laughs> It gives me the punishment I deserve. And, uh, <laughs> I was actually down at Spar. Why, do you, why do you deserve punishment, girl? I just deserve punishment. That it's just what I deserve. Just, just at times, you know, especially after the long weekend, and um, that was in which ended up in the gown. So uh, terrible. Yeah, it's just it's like clockwork. Uh, just need to sweat, get the sweat out of my body. But um, I was actually in Spar on the way down here, Adam, and. Uh, 365 for a star bar and a Lucas Aid. What's that about? What's yeah, it's terrible. It's fucking it's it's getting it's to the extortion point. Extortion, it is. It's getting to the point now, lads. All right, it's getting to the point where I'm I I, I can't go into the shop anymore and just <laughs> buy these little treats for myself. Well, you can, you absolutely can. I, I know, but it's you just refuse to part with your money for them, Carol. That, that's your problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you feel guilty playing to spend four quid on two items like two yeah, items that better buying in bulk. Get a, get a tray of coke during the weekend and pig out during the week rather than spend two fifty on a bottle. I remember Kieran there was a <laughs> Thanks <laughs> thanks for <laughs> degrading me Dave. <laughs> there was a character in Work Kieran and she shall not be named um, from the Tree Arena days who once gave out to me and you and Caroline for getting uh, I think it was a, a flavoured latte um, from Starbucks cross Robin Tree sighting that um a, a vanilla latte was half of a half an hour's wage in the Tree Arena. And I suppose she's coming back to haunt your hair, Kieran. 
Coffee's beautiful though, Dave. It is beautiful, but like it's a waste of money. Just nah. buy it. Just buy a multi pack in Aldi. Nah, I Again, disagree. two euro job, fill up Couldn't, with water during the week, so Couldn't disagree more. I, I suppose there's a fine fine line between enjoying yourself and spending money, isn't there? Like what what is the line? Well, I, I put you this way, right? I we, we were at the match on Friday, Shells and Pats, and we went to Fagan's up to Recondra, shout out to Bertie here and as always. And we found ourselves in the Diamond Chipper in Across the road, <laughs> this place is mentioned too many times. Uh, every, every the diamond and girls, it's like clockwork, Christ. And um, I got myself a chicken Philip burger and a bag of chips. I think and a can of like club orange or fat orange, whatever it was. Um, Thirteen euro cost me. And the chicken Philip burger, one for one, was not a chicken fillet. Um, had red sauce, mayonnaise, and lettuce on it. When I specifically requested just mayonnaise and lettuce and the bag of chips was no more than like a bag of tail you'd get out of the shop like yeah. despicable behaviour the, the can of Fanta was the best thing about it and anyways um, I think I paid about 13 euro for that Kieran, and to me that felt like money wasted um, but we did meet uh, a Scotsman in the in the diamond this is the diamond by the way for anyone who doesn't know the reason why we call the studio in my home the potato ad studio is because that's how they spell potato wedges in the diamonds. And it's across the road. And it's across the road from Birthday Hearts pub. Um, well, anyways, we met this Scotsman um, after Glasgow Warriors had beaten Toulon in the Challenge Cup in the Aviva. Um, he was very drunk, let's say. The diamond was full of characters. This fellow was wearing um, a kilt. There was a person in the chipper who said... Or who said it? Was it you that no, said, said it? Right. I didn't ask this question. Right, so I, this, I, this is how the story goes. Sorry, I'm going to take the mic here. Right? This fella came in. He taps me on the shoulder as I'm talking to Adam Muddy. He goes, lad, do they do good food in here or what? And I said, well, they don't do a fucking fried Mars bar, but it's all right. <laughs> and he just goes, right, I'm going to get myself a burger and chips. Adam spots him. Now, we're all bleeding half jarred, right? <laughs> and he turns around. Bet you have a pair of boxes on underneath that. No, 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 no. That's not if, how it happened. So you're, you're asking me, you're saying I asked a Scotsman <laughs> to see his flu. That's not what happened. <laughs> what happened was. It's not what happened. What happened was. awfully, awfully subtle. What happened was, right? Either himself, Woods, or, or the other characters that when the chipper went, is it true that Scottish people don't wear jocks when they're the kilt? And he goes, aye, it's true. And I goes, prove it. To which he proved that he was wearing no jocks. That's what. That's that's how the story went. And he got his Boris Pecker out. He got his flu out in the middle of the diamond. That's that's how the story went. With women there as well. But would I be be wrong in saying that you provoked him to get his flu out? Yeah, you would be right, Kieran. I suppose I did, <laughs> but I didn't. The way Dave's insinuating it is insinuating that I wanted to see his flu. Which no. to which I didn't. We move on. <laughs> <laughs> none of this is going in. Absolutely, none of this is going in. That's going in. That's <laughs> Boris um, Pecker. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's playing in women the next week. <laughs> <laughs> Not with that bat anyway. We found ourselves down in Jesus Christ Leash, I believe. Shout out to Abby the girls, Leech. Abby Leaks. Um, temptation Patisserie um, A chocolatier Two of Dave's friends from uh, college Make their own chocolate And it's fucking sensational 
that's they've made appearances on the Late Late Show. So for anyone listening, um, and if you've gotten past the Scotsman and the Diamond, please do check out the girls on Instagram. Uh, hit them up because their chocolate is sensational. Do you like raspberry? I'm not opposed to raspberry. Do you want to? Right, we're going to do a live tasting right now of Temptation Patisserie Raspberry Chocolate. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> um, but yeah, Kieran, then I found myself down in Kildare Village um, and looking for a bargain as I usually do. And I picked up a Juventus home jersey from two seasons ago, I believe, for 30 euro, Kieran. So that was my weekend. Um, and it was a grand weekend. Liverpool drew, which was fairly miserable. But to be expected, um, as we're going for the top four, I feel like I jinxed this last week. Clip uh, Kurt Angle, um, please. What are, you, what are you eating there, Kieran? It's chocolate from, what's the place called? Temptation Patisserie. Very nice. Can I have some, Dave? Yeah. I'm, I wouldn't be a fan of fruity chocolate now, to be honest with you. But What do you mean, but? I, I thought you were going to say, but this is very nice. No. No, of course, you're a miserable fucker. <laughs> no, no, it's not that I'm not a fan of them or, or Dave fucking hell. It's my favourite thing that they do. I really like it. Uh, uh, it's it, very sharp, like. It's the fruitiness of it. Yeah. I don't know if I'd be a fan of it. It doesn't taste like chocolate, it tastes like fruit. Yeah, yeah you know why you beat me to it. We move in to the football, Adam. We will. Kieran, um, I suppose we start off as we tend to do in the League of Ireland. The big game on Friday evening was. Shelbourne against St. Patrick's Athletic Live on Virgin Media Sport. Once again, the coverage of Virgin Media was sensational. I have to say, it's very, very impressive. All week on the likes of This Morning and shit like that on Virgin Media. Um, I think Sean Boyd was on it. Shout out to Sean. Shell Stryker. Joe Redmond, the Pats. Like, there, was a lot, there was a lot of presence during the week for the game, which I think added to the game and it added to the feel of the game. It felt like a really big game, really big day for Shells. And look at... They found themselves losing the game 1-0. And I suppose it's been a bit of a trend for Shells throughout the season. Not being able to start well, should I say, because they've, they've picked up a lot of points, to be fair. And that was kind of where it happened. The first half was a bit opposite to that, I have to say. They did start really well. Jack Moylan had a shot. There was a few chances, a few half chances. And it looked like, for large parts, with that, that Shells were going to get the early goal. Pats have a chance then, towards the end of the first half, excuse me, I think it was young Ben Corris or Sam Corris, excuse me, who hit the crossbar. And it was Sam Corris then who opened the scoring with a header in the second half. Another goal conceded from a corner for Shells. And Shells finished the game out strong enough, had a chance. Kyle Robinson had a, a couple of chances. And if Shells had scored a goal, you would have went. Probably deserved the draw. There wasn't a whole lot in the game. And it was going to be one of those games where the decisive factor was going to be a set piece or, or the like. So, yeah, Shells lose 1-0. Pat's a good result for them. It's a long way from um, the 4-all last season, Adam. Yeah, it is. The classic. It is. Yeah. My favourite game I've covered. Well, it was a fucking great game of football. Yeah, you like, were there for free, Kieran, thanks, yeah. to, thanks to myself. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I have to get the self-confidence in somehow, Adam. Yeah, well, I'm but, not getting it from you, am I? <laughs> um, yeah, that game last season was mad. That, that was a real end-of-season game, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Do you miss the gantry, Adam? Um, for a game like that, yeah, I would. I would miss, for a game like that. I would. I love the big games. Do you know what I mean? I love. I love the likes of Pats at home, and you know Rovers at home earlier in the season. It was nil all, but it's still one of my favourite games, just because of the rivalry and you know the, the anticipation for it. And but look at the games being on RT and, and Virgin Media. It's great for the league because 
you know, gets more eyes on the league, gets more people invested. And I think Shells, along with Shamrock Rovers, are, are the two teams with the most games and telly so far this season. So it shows the interest in Shells. Rovers, obviously, look, they're the best team in the country, but that's why they're on. But there's definitely an interest in Shells. But I suppose that's a good segue. On to the next game. Draw the two. Shamrock Rovers won out in Tala. Uh, an absolutely bonkers result out there. It was... Freddie Draper, the Erling Haaland of the League of Ireland, with the goal in the first half of John, and then Del Rooney with. Honestly, um, one of the best goals you'll, you'll see in the League of Ireland. Plenty of pass and find himself in great space. A lovely touch, puts it away. John were sailing as well. Rovers were really poor in Friday. Rory Gaffney gets the goal for Rovers to, I suppose, a consolation at the time, but they did try and force the issue, but was to no avail in the end. Dundalk 2, Bowes 2, Dundalk leading 2 0 and letting Bowes back into the game. Pat Hoban and a James Talbot on goal was what had Dundalk 2 up. And then it was Declan McDade and Christian Novak with the goals for Bowes. Um, a good result on the road for them coming back from 2 0 down, Carl. Yeah, that, that was some comeback and uh, great name as well, Christian Novak. <laughs> it, sh- it shows um, the level of knowledge you have, doesn't it? For the game. Hold on a minute now, Adam. <laughs> All right. I do not give a fu- flying fuck about football at this time of the season, regardless <laughs> of what, what league it is. Season, it's don't. not the middle of the season, it's the end of the season. It's everywhere. not the end of the season, uh, Kieran. I have no motivation for her, you know. The League of Ireland's only heating up now, Kieran. It's coming into the summer. It's summer football, up. baby. Literally, I don't have time to watch your football. So hell, <laughs> watch your football. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No interest. No, no, uh, what was the word you said? I have no interest in the game, and now we have no time for the game. Terrible, Kieran. Terrible. Ter- is, terrible but true, Adam. Cork won Sligo nil. Kieran, he spent five <laughs> hours to take Ireland. <laughs> Rory Keaton with the goal for Cork. And it was enough to overturn Sligo. It's, it's a second bad result on the road for Sligo in a row. In a row. There was only had Shells, big four. Shells absolutely spanked them up in Sligo. And then obviously that 1-0 against Cork. Cork getting the win there and... Look, I, I don't know how much stock it's going to have come the end of the season, but it was a great result for them. Lastly, Derry City 4, UCD 1, Jordan McInef, Michael Duffy, and Matthew Ward. Jeez, I've never heard, I've never seen that name before. Um, score sheet there for Derry and an Adam Wells goal for UCD. I suppose probably to be expected up there in the Randy Well for Derry, who find themselves top of the league now, point ahead of Rovers. Um, five ahead of Bowles but Bowles do have that game in hand so it, it will be interesting to see how it goes later on in the season but yeah that's that's the League of Ireland roundup a big game this week is Shells and Bowes and like Kieran I, I quite frankly cannot wait for a sold out Dannyman Park yeah home end sold out away end sold out live on RT2 so if, if you're not at the game definitely do tune in it will be a, a massive occasion and yeah I, I, I can't fucking wait man <coughs> Moving on now, Kieran, I, I, I'll be quite frank with you, I've seen very little Premier League football this weekend. I, like yourself, have very little interest <laughs> in it when it comes crashing down on Bournemouth inside. <laughs> um, um, I've become so numb, I can feel you there. Um, so, uh, like, obviously, the top four race was there for Liverpool. Like, I mean, it still is, technically, but I, I don't see United not beating Chelsea. Um, and uh, you know Fulham might sneak something but they're definitely going to 
they're definitely going to beat Chelsea. Chelsea um, going to get three points and all traffic. Ab- absolutely <laughs> no chance. Not a hope. Just you watch, man. Um, but, yeah, I suppose, where do we go from here? The European football last week, Kieran. Well, that's, I suppose that's where we'll start. Because I, I could care less about Manchester City winning Premier League. We'll start off in Champions League. Um, Inter Milan 1, AC Milan 0. And Man City 4, Real Madrid 0. And Inter Milan, Manchester City final. In Istanbul. Yeah. I mean, we talked about the, the Inter Milan... Milan AC Milan game last week. Cause That's we, very true. Yeah, we were very late on the record, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, Man City. I thought they were their demolition job on um, unbelievable on Real Madrid. Sad react. Sad react. Yeah, I just I think it, they just played on incredible football, Adam. It, I don't think Madrid could cope this time, whereas last year they could cope to a certain extent. Mm. But I just think they blew them off the park this time. Um, I don't know if it's. Madrid got worse this year, or City have got better this year. Maybe a combination of both, but I think they're fairly formidable on the on the night. I don't know. I I think it's it's probably a case of both. I think City have gotten mm. better with Haaland up front, and um, Real Madrid have gotten. I'm not gonna say they've gotten worse, but they've they've kind of haven't improved. Let's say it's hard to improve on a team. That last season beat Liverpool, Man City and Chelsea on the way to win the Champions League. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's hard to improve on that. They haven't really invested. They brought in Rudiger, I think. They're still, like, they've lost Casemiro, for example. So, it, it's it's a really strange one. Man City were just, on the day, were just so much better. Yeah. That's, I think, kind of the be-all and end-all of it. Man City were twice, three times the team that played Real Madrid last season. And I think it really showed in the game itself... In in the Bernabeu, I thought it was interesting that Modric, for me in any ways, ran De Bruyne off the park to an extent. Like, there were pictures of De Bruyne coming off the park in the Bernabeu, and he looked fucking bollocks. Like, he looked wrecked. He had been given the runaround. And then you look at the game last week, and it just looked like Modric couldn't get close to De Bruyne, couldn't get close to Man City in general. And I do think the crowd probably had an effect on that as well, to be fair. The empty has. Yeah, well, it wasn't empty there. To be fair, um, <laughs> and they just they just ran away with it. And I suppose for the final itself, it's a worry because I, I don't think Inter Milan are any great shakes. I, I think Inter Milan can be beaten four or five nil easily. Yeah, I suppose that that on paper job that that's what's going to happen. But it's whether European pedigree comes into play on the on the night. Um, Do you think it will? I I, th- I don't think it would be as straightforward as people are making it out to be anyway because it never is well that's the thing with finals but yeah. I just can't see past Man City here mm. I think I can't. it's going to take a hell of a performance well this is the thing because they, they'll have to play the exact same way Real Madrid played only pff, Real Madrid are the best at playing that way so how are Inter Milan going to do it you know it's it's it looks impossible to me. Well, I I'd just be worried because it's it's one of those things where you essentially need everyone on your team, so goalkeeper to striker, one to eleven, everyone to have the best game of their life. Essentially, that that that's what you're looking for, and then you're looking for people off Real Madrid or sorry, people off Manchester City to have a stinger. So you're looking at the likes of Haaland and you know De Bruyne, Stones, etc. You're looking at them having a stinker. Look, I suppose we're probably going to do a proper preview of it 
come the week of the final. Yeah. But as it stands now, I would love Inter Milan to win, but uh, I can't say. No. Rome is severe, Kieran, in the Europa League final. They both won last weekend. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm delighted for Mourinho getting into a European final. Do you think he can win it? With Mourinho, I think once he gets to the final, I think it's over. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I actually agree. I think they will win it. I think they'll beat them. Mm. It's very hard to beat Sevilla. You know? I think Sevilla will win. Again. Yeah, but that, that, that's the point. Yeah. Is again, isn't it? I, I can't see them. I can't see them losing it, Carol. I just think they're far too powerful and mighty in the Europa League to lose. Like they've come through United, they come through Juventus. Who I thought were going to win it overall. And yeah, I just I just see Sevilla winning it. West Ham, Fiorentina in the Europa Conference League final. Carry on a quick prediction because I I couldn't really care less about this now. Really, Deco Royce last dance. I think he's going to win the European Cup for uh, West Ham. It'd be pretty incredible to be fair. Yeah, it's I think Moise, Moise when it comes down to it, um, <laughs> in these cup con- competitions, he's not he's not he's a, he's a good man to have in charge. When it comes down to it, <laughs> when it comes down to it, you don't want Moise at the helm, though. I don't think. Well, in in the likes of these these competitions, it's quite good. Like he he had a good cup run in the Europa League last season as well. So yeah, I just I just think like do you remember is was it Tori was CEO? <laughs> I just don't think Moise is the person you want to bring on. Like I agree with you as far as cup competitions go. Like this, like West Ham winning the European competition is fairly fucking extraordinary. Let's be real. But I I don't know. I just don't think it's. I don't think he brings you along. Do you know, I, I don't think he takes it to that next level. What that next level is for West Ham, I don't know. But I suppose going from the Europa Conference League, it would be trying to get Champions League football, I suppose. I don't know. So do you think uh, West Ham are going to win the Conference League? Yeah. Yeah, so you're, you're predicting three losses for Syria. Yeah, and I'm going to put a bet on the bookies tomorrow for the three Italian teams to win. Because I'm a chronic gambler. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't lose that way either. True. I suppose, Kieran, you were you were quick to go into the Premier League football that night. Was saw. Well, did you see the Premier League the weekend? No, but I I just think there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of irrelevance at this stage. That's, there is that's too what, much. Like, and I I kind of want to skim through it this week because I don't think many other people care if we don't care. Um, Fulham two, Palace two, Mitrovic on Scorchy twice, Edward Mord. Fairly good game, to be fair, but yeah, irrelevant would be the word I'd use there. <laughs> yeah. Um, Wolves won Everton won Yeah Hwang Hee Chan With the goal for Wolves Shout out to Hwang Hee Chan Kieran. Remember he was one of our stars Of the early days podcast Remember his goal When he first joined Wolves Hwang The, the South Korean uh, country um, Yerry Mina with the goal In the 99th minute As Leicester somehow Salvage point Kieran, Here in the St. James Park Newcastle have confirmed Champions League I suppose that's a good that's a good um, segue. Um, cheers to Sky Sports for that one, sure. Clapping in the stands. Um, With the Saudis. <laughs> the less said about that, the better. Uh, Bournemouth nil, Manchester United won. Casemiro um, with the goal. An overhead kick. Very typical of the Premier League. Um, United now on 69 points. 36 games played. Liverpool on 37. I'm not going to say it. And 66 games played for them. Turn that six upside down, Liverpool. <laughs> Liverpool won. Aston Villa won on Roberto Firmino's last um, home game at Anfield for Liverpool, and it was him who got the late equaliser. Aston Villa with the goal in the first half. Jacob Ramsey with a, an excellent goal to be fair, which followed a missed penalty from Ollie Watkins. 
Liverpool's Champions League hopes slipping away, Kieran. I, I definitely jinxed them last week. Right. On the other, on the other <laughs> side of the coin for Leicester, they find themselves now 18th, 31 points along with Leeds, who are down there. Leicester, Leeds, everything are the three that could go down, or one, two of three that could go down the weekend. Kieran, who who do you think's going down? Well, I think um, Everton have Bournemouth at home. I think Leeds have Spurs at home, isn't it? Yeah. Um, less West Ham away. It's it's all it's up in the air. It's that was up. a good result, by the way, tonight for Leicester. Yeah, that keeps them alive. Yeah, it's it up in the air. My opinion. If you had to pick two right now, who's gone down? I fancy Everton to beat Bournemouth. I don't fancy Leeds to beat Spurs, and I don't fancy Leicester to beat West. So be Leicester down essentially. Leicester down with Leeds. Oof. I think Dyche will keep Everton up. I would say Leicester are going to go down because West Ham want to go out with a win before they go for a final. I think I think Spurs will be Spurs. That absolutely bottle it in Ellen Road. I think Leeds will and be Spurs. I think um, Bournemouth will be Everton. If they go one nil up, that crowd will turn. It's a toxic crowd. Been there before yeah, myself. 100%. They're absolute minnows. They'll go down. <laughs> I think. I think. It'll uh, be, I think it'll be Leicester and Leeds to go down. I think Everton will stay up. Right. No, I, I I agree. Interesting. Pass bad, Mike. There, Kurt. Who do, who do you think's going down, man? Leicester, Leeds, and Everton. You have to pick two teams. Welcome to the show. Um, Leicester? Yeah. Leeds or Everton? Oh, God. Right, okay, Leeds. <laughs> oh, there we go. Ian's so got Ian's gonna be fuming. Ian won't be fuming. Yeah, good. Oh, really? <laughs> 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 well, you don't know. You don't know. You have to pick two of the three teams going down. He said Leicester and Leeds. <laughs> so... Yeah, well, yeah. well, that's well. Yeah. Funny enough, the two men who have a football podcast yeah. both said the same thing. Yay! So, <laughs> and, and we, we, do you know what? We probably know just about as much as you do. Thanks, of course, my man for jumping on the podcast there, Kieran. But <laughs> we move on to Nottingham Forest one. This is the one game I did see the weekend. Nottingham Forest one, Arsenal Lille, Taiwo Awani with the goal. Um, to keep Nottingham Forest up, Kieran, and boy, am I delighted for them. I think Arsenal bottled it here, man. Jesus Christ, man. Not every loss is a ball job. From, from uh, they, face they, down, it looks like they bottled it. But. They were really good. Nottingham Forest defence. It was as good as I've seen them. Um, cheeky Kyler and Avison goal. Like, what a signing he's been. Um, Awani up front was good. Arsenal were just blunt, man. Like, they, they, Arsenal, the lineup for Arsenal was weird because they started like Thomas Partey right back. Like, what the fuck's all that about? Jorginho midfield with Shaka. Like it was just it was just a weird setup from Arsenal from the get go. They had the better chances, I suppose. But Forest just won the game. They were the better team on the day. And I, I think I think Forest were fully deserving of it and, and I'm delighted for them. Um Arsenal, you know, in general bottling the league, yeah, absolutely, but um a great result for Forest in the end. Yeah. L for Arsenal. Um elsewhere in the league, fucking expert analysis there from <laughs> Oh, man, nothing more needs to be said. Um, elsewhere in the league, Brighton 3, Southampton 1, Evan uh-huh. Ferguson on the score sheet twice, Pascal Gross, Elionisi on the score sheet for Southampton, West Ham 3 leads 1, Declan Rice, Jared Bowen and Manuel Lanzini on the score sheet for West Ham. Uh, Manchester City 1, Chelsea 0, uh, Julian Alvarez with the goal, 
Um, I didn't see this earlier, and I assume you oh, did. Oh, I watched the whole thing, Adam. And Good, bad, and different. Oh, man, like a testimonial, nothing to write home about. Just mm. Chelsea lose again. Uh, <laughs> so timid as players going through the motions. <laughs> um, yeah, bring on next season. <laughs> um, <laughs> thoughts on next season, Curran, yeah. I suppose. Thoughts on what? Who are they bringing in? Pochettino. Pochettino, yeah. Um, who else are they bringing in? Who else is getting? Who else is getting the chop? I suppose. Like, what? How do you feel about next season? As well, as we sit Lost here, his cheek is going to Milan. Adam. Yeah, that's crazy. That's Sensational. No to go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, coming in, Curran. How do you feel about that? I think he's he's a good choice. He's a better choice than the last two managers. I think. Give him time, he'll do a good job. I don't think it's blindly giving him time. Um, I think if you give him time, he actually will do a good job this time, as opposed to the other two. Um, he just needs to get results off the bat because, mm. as we know, Chelsea always under pressure. So, mm. um, that's the big need, one for me. He needs a good start. This this is it. So we're saying if he gets time, he'll be good. But he needs a good start. Mm. It's like a jux. It's like a juxtaposition where you're like, Ramos isn't built on the day. Like he's gonna need time at Chelsea, do you know? It wasn't, but I think the foundations are there. I think it should should be okay. I I would be somewhat worried, man. I'm not gonna lie, and I'm not saying this point up. I know you're tired and emotional here, as we said on Monday evening. Mm. The Monday Blues are here. Dun, dun, but, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> um, but I I don't know. I, I don't know if Pochettino is that manager to to take Chelsea to the, to the desired level. Um. I don't know if the players are there. I don't know who's coming and going. Like, th- there's more uncertainty at the club than there is certainty at the minute. I know from at times with Liverpool this season with the owners and stuff, that's not what you want, you know. And that that that's the kind of stuff that keeps you awake at night. But mm. I'm not a Chelsea fan, and I don't really care. But what I will Cheers. say is, game of the weekend, Kieran came from oh. once again. White heart pain <laughs> for Tottenham Hotspur fans. It was Harry Kane. Oh my God, it's Kane! With the goal in the first half, the eighth minute, Spurs are on the way to Wembley. No, no, not Kieran. Um, Harry Kane with the goal in the eighth minute. That was a cracking monologue. I feel sick after that. <laughs> Brentford on the fucking double man. Oh my God! Without what a result. Without Ivan Tony, who Ivan Tony has been banned for eight months of football in action for putting bets on the the game that he's he's playing. He spent years at clubs like Newcastle, Brentford, um, playing in competitions named the Skybet Championship, wearing um, sponsorships like Hollywood Gambling on his jerseys. This is where the, the hypocriticalness of football comes into action, where gambling's forced down the footballers' throats, forced down our throats as consumers. Mm. And when they gamble, I, look, I don't agree with gambling, don't get me wrong, it's it's up there potential match fiction but don't force all this down people's throats if you don't expect them to gamble would be the point I'm making I think in these eight months that he's out he needs to be you know educated he needs to be given almost therapy to an extent yeah I I think that he knows what he did was wrong though you know what I mean he's not an idiot he he's scored not, twenty he, goals this season. You he, know he's, I mean? he's he's not well. What's twenty goals got to do with him? Well, he's clever <laughs> enough. Putting to, on bets like <laughs> he's clever enough to make good runs. So he should be. He should know not to bet. You know. What no, I, mean? I know. But when it's forced down your throat, Kieran, it's <laughs> what do they expect not to gamble? Like, well, I, I, think, I, I think I think it's harsh. Is the point they're making? It is. It is harsh. But I think the, the punishment was fair. Kane, would he get the same punishment? If it was, if it was Harry Kane, would he get the same punishment? <laughs> 
I'd like to think he would. I would because the, the, there's been more severe punishment for Gavin in the past. You know what I mean? Mm. Than eight months. But he got lucky. Mm. To an extent he did, but I just think it's very hypocritical from the Football League, Karen, is my point. Mm. You, you literally have competitions named after betting companies and then you're banning footballers from gambling. Like, what message are you trying to provide? I think the problem was he was gambling on himself, though. I don't know how accurate that is. Mm. Well, I'd, I, I would suggest he was gambling on t- games that he were he was involved in and that was the problem, as opposed to him just gambling uh, I don't know if that's true though yeah. I'm not contradicting you when I say well, that I think that's the real sport I think it's any football election because Joey Barton definitely wasn't gambling on himself while playing for Rangers because <laughs> they were shy I suppose your, your goal of the weekend Kieran goal of the weekend Adam um, mm, <laughs> I didn't watch much football <laughs> you, you can't look much further than Harry Kane's goal Harry Kane best goal of the weekend I'll let, let you take over on that one um, um, goal, goal of the weekend Kieran God of the week, why not? Um, we'll give it to uh, Big Sam for his uh, <laughs> his attempt to bribe the the, the referee on the touchline. The linesman, yeah, weekend. it was very funny. A fiver fell out of his pocket and he tried to give it back. I wonder was out of, was Big Sam's pocket? Came oh, out? It could have been. It was actually fucking gas. Why is Big Sam walk around with a fiver in his pocket? God of the weekend for me, Kieran. Roberto Firmino. Obrigado for it, all your services. Is he leaving? He's yeah, he's running out his contract. Hmm. So it looks like he's going to Barcelona. You heard that was the rumor. Do you think that's a mistake letting these these players go? I like think it's Mane. a mistake letting Firmino go. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Mane as well. Mane wanted to go, and I think Klopp has done this thing through his Liverpool tenure of not keeping players that don't want actively don't want to be there. So Mane wanted to go to Bayern Munich. He wanted to challenge himself, and he's lucky he's been entitled to do that. And it hasn't worked out for him. Let's be honest, it hasn't worked out for Sadio Mane at Bayern Munich. So. We could see him back in Liverpool short two knows. But yeah, Bobby Firmino, I'm really I'm gonna miss him. I remember when he first came to Liverpool, I remember sitting up he signed for Liverpool at half eleven in a warm July evening in twenty fifteen. That's how vividly I remember. I was sat here with Dave Midal looking at Sky Sports News. He was stood in a Brazil training camp with a Brazil training gear on and a Liverpool jersey in his hand. Um it was a big sign at the time. He's had some great moments. And himself and James Milner's another one to be fair who's leaving. These are two players that two of the the stalwarts and Klopp's team in the best team we've seen in a generation. So um I'm gonna miss Bobby Firmino terribly Carol. Yeah. So he's my god of the week this week. Obrigado. Kieran, <coughs> we're gonna move on now to our team of the season outside the top five. Very interesting. I've seen this poll this morning and uh, mm. I I was mean to ask what is the top five, Adam? I've heard the top four. I've heard the top six. Well, I, I, I said the top five for pure, purely because I had two Liverpool players in mind and you had one Liverpool player in your team this season. I had Brighton. Last so. week. I know for a fact, if I, if I said Premier League team this season with players outside of the top four <laughs> and I put, say I put Alisson, um, Trent and Salah in it, the backlash we would have saved would not have been worth it. We would have been just, I would, well, me specifically, would have been given out to. <laughs> That's what would have happened. And as we sit here, sit here right now, there is still a chance Liverpool getting top four. Very slim, relying on Chelsea to Man, give us a we're going to beat, we're going to beat you now. Just believe. Not a hope. Not a hope. <laughs> so that, that, that's, I suppose, the distinction. Adam, we're, we're in good form at the moment. We're in good form at the moment. Um, Frank's at the helm. We'll start off in goal. 
Kieran, who's your goalkeeper for this Premier League team and season outside of the top five? Adam, I think you're going to love this. Okay. I'm giving it to Jordan Pickford of Everton. Oh, God. Right, so it's going to be one of them, is it, Kieran? No. Uh, and a non serious team. Hear, hear me out, Ari. He's made 118 saves in the league. <laughs> that's How many goals he conceded? That's nine more than Alisson this season. How many goals has he conceded? Um, it, it's, only, it's only a few off the top spot. How many goals has he conceded? I, I, I think. When it comes down to Adam, uh, a lot of these saves are going to be important for Everton if they end up staying up. How many goals has he conceded? Um, if they end up staying up this season. Like, for example, like even like the, even the Brighton game. How many goals has he conceded? He's, he saved so many shots from... For just just pass my phone to Dave there, Carol, for a second. Um, Dave's just, I ju- I just how think, many? I Dave, just think he's had a good season. Dave, how many goals has points. Jordan Pickford conceded goals. this season? Dave... Many goals? 57 goals. 57 goals for Jordan Pickford. He's made a lot of saves. <laughs> you don't see Alisson making as many saves as that. Yeah, because he doesn't need to. You don't, you also don't see. He's made nine less saves. You, yeah. you also he don't see. Man, yeah, so he's, made nine less, he's made nine less than Pickford. Oh, yeah, but yeah, like, boy, he also doesn't face as many shots. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. But so if Pickford was playing in Liverpool's team, he'd make more saves. That's just not true, Craig. Well, that's not that's how, based on statistics. That's just, how many goals has Alisson conceded? His save percentage is higher than Alisson's because he's made more saves. I highly, Dave, they've looked that up there. While I divulge my goalkeeper, Kieran, of the team this season outside the top four, top five, excuse me, mine's not much better. I just had him in because I just <laughs> love him, to be honest with you. It's uh, Kyle Arnavas <laughs> <laughs> of Nottingham Forest is in my Premier League team of the season outside the top five. Um... I, to be honest with you, right, I'm not going to sit here and just say he made this many saves. <laughs> if if Everton stay up, he made this many saves. Kenan Amos has been good since coming in. He's made he's loads made of saves. saves <laughs> <laughs> I think he's picked up man of the match performance against Liverpool. Um, How many saves has he made at him? I, I don't know. I haven't <laughs> I haven't looked into it. I, I picked this team after work. Like I got home from work here on tonight at half seven. And I picked the team. I, I barely looked up any statistics. So my team um has come from a, a day of manual labour myself, Kiran. Um <laughs> and I but to be honest, let, let's be real for a minute. I think he made a big change not in Forrest at the back. I think he was one of the reasons why um Forrest ultimately have stayed up. You know, they're they're safe for next season. And I think should he be goalkeeper next season for Forrest. I do think they will have a very fruitful season. Yeah. So yeah, he's my goalkeeper Good show. of the season outside the top five. Um, will we yeah. go back for us? Um, yeah, I'm or playing. Dave, do you want to pick a team? Or? Do you want to pick a team, Dave, off the top of your dome? Or? Riot and goal. Riot? Right, 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 right. We'll come back to you for your defence. Yeah, so Dave's back with the save percentages for Jordan Pickford <laughs> and Alisson. This does this doesn't count like no, it does. It absolutely does. More stats. No, no, it does. The, the, podcast, does. the podcast is on on the basis that there's no so, more stats no, during okay. the podcast. That's not how it works, around. In open play, right? Pickford has seventy one point seven percent save percentage. It's very good. Alisson has seventy two point one. <laughs> right. As far as penalties go, every. Uh, Pickford saves 16.7% of his penalties and Alisson saves 33% of his penalties. So, because he saves penalties, he's a better keeper. Very no, interesting. Your point isn't valid. No, they, I'd say if Pickford was in the Liverpool team, memory. he'd make your more point, saves. The point is, the fella that's getting more shots on him is a better keeper than the other one that isn't. That has to be switched on when you need to switch on. Man, he's playing also not in team. the bottom fucking tree and he's going down. Hmm. It's fair, but he's not saving as many shots. 
Very true. Like percentage wise. But we'd probably save more if the morale was up. That's the argument, don't they? That fella wouldn't be switched on. Interesting. Uh, we'll move into our back four. Adam. Back four. My back four, Kieran. I'll just read, I'll just rattle it off. Rattle it off, yeah. Uh, Kenny Tete of Fulham. Tim Ream, the dream of Fulham. Lewis Dunk of Brighton. And Estupinian of Brighton as well. That's my back four. Your back four? Yeah, I actually didn't pick any Brighton players for the same because I had wow. a Brighton player in last week. Wow. Um, so Why I've, not? I had Estupinian in the team last week, so. You just I, didn't. So, did you yeah. pick any sports players? Um, I haven't picked any sports players either. Oh, so I've been left with eight downwards. Um, so I've gone with Ashley Young, who's done pretty well filling in that right back oh for Emery. Oh my god! Um, I think he's done a good job. He's had a bit of a renaissance. He's thirty-seven years of age, and I think he's he's, he's done a good job filling in for Emery at right back. Um, I've gone for Thiago Silva at centre back. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I've gone for Ben Mee and I've gone for Alex Moreno rewind there Gun, for a second um, who's the first centre half you picked uh, Thiago Silva give me your reasons I just think without his some of his goal line clearances and some of his defending this season we'd be in a relegation battle simple as that there was moments where he was potentially working exactly and I think um, I think Thiago has been very good this season for us. Would I be in right it. in saying he's leaving at the end of the season? Um, there was rumours of him going back <sighs> to Brazil, but it appears he's staying now, So, well, which is good. I think he's, good I think he's needed to stay. Um, I've gone for Ben Mee as mm. the other uh, Brem, Brentford. Uh, I think he's had a good season for them. And Alex Moreno in left back. Uh, Moreno's a great show. Came in January. Emery signing, yeah. Mm. And he's turned around for them as well. Yeah, and what about Lewis Dunk and Espinion for you, Adam? Well, I, I think they, I, to be honest, John's surprised you didn't pick any Brighton or sports players. Mm. But um, I think, like like you said last week about Espinion, he's been he had a great World Cup as well. But he's he's just been a very solid player. I think I think Lewis Dunk has been up there, one of the best centre halves all season as well. He's the reason why Brighton are playing. Well, one of the reasons why Brighton are playing European football next season. Um, Tim Ream, the dream, as I said. The dream, Tim Ream. Pep Guardiola has often said before that if he was younger, he'd have signed them. Still no source this, by the way. That this is a quote. This the source is Pep Guardiola. <laughs> the source that, is that's you, your source, like you quoting Pep Guardiola, <laughs> saying that Tim Ream, uh, Kenny Tete. I think the last one. He's come in. He's gotten one goal, five assists for Fulham in a in a season oh. where Fulham have done very well. That's the opinion. Five assists, one goal. And yeah, I suppose that's that's my back four. Dave, have you got a back four? Right, so I'm going to go Estupinia. Estupinian. He's got me a lot of points in fan tracks. I'm going to go <laughs> Mings. He's got me a lot of points in fan tracks. Terrible shit. Tyrone Mings. I'll go with Dunk. All right. Shout. And then I'll go on the Orthodox. I'll go me as well. All right. Ben me. Yeah. So. Me, Dunk, Mings, and Estupinian. Fair enough. No pace right back. Yeah. No, no balance either, but it's, it's, I think it's I think it's four left footers at the back. <laughs> <laughs> the pitch is lopsided. Like that um, is a dream. The Damien Duff way. Um, I I have um, a midfield four. Girl, I've you've gone. Got, I've have gone, you gone four four two as well. I've gone four two four. Interesting uh, FIFA formation. <laughs> Where is my mind? Um, yeah, I suppose you could say I've actually gone for a four-two-four as well. I don't know. Just know what I've gone for four-two-four as well. Um, my midfield two. We make great football. <laughs> no, we wouldn't. My midfield two both come from Brighton. It's Moses Caicedo and the Rizzler 
Alexis McAllister. The Rizzler. The Rizzler. Wow, that's that, that's a great midfield. Um, as I said, I've not gone for any uh, Brighton players. <laughs> so I've gone for uh, Declan Royce, sure. who I think who's had a great season, I think is his last game. Can I time. guess your other sentiment, Carl? Yeah, go for it. Paulinia. How? I just know he's had a great season for Fulham. He has had a great I season. Wanted, I wanted to put him in my team, but I, I don't think he could look further than uh, Caicedo and, and Rizzler. I think he's integrated brilliantly, man, Paulinia. Um He's a fabulous, fabulous player. Yeah, no, he's great, yeah. Um, Fully agree. He was, he was made Fulham take this season. Um, Dave, do you have a midfield lined up here? Yeah. What formation are you playing, Dave? I'm going to go 4 4 2. Staunch. Right. So. Dicey ball. Dicey balls. Uh, in midfield, are Ward Prowse to go with him. No uh, pace oh. at all. <laughs> then I'm going to go. Now, this is where the pace comes in, boys. Eze and uh, Eluzi. And the uh, Elusi, Elusi, that's how Elise, Elise. Oh, you've gone with the this. Palace Wingers, yeah, Palace Wingers, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where the pace comes from, boys. Right, Kieran loves the attacking side there. Would you like me forward as well or no? no? Well, no, you have to give us a chance first, Dave. That's how this works. Jeez, Dave, you're rushing, rushing, rushing. Um, there, to be fair, I've gone for two wingers as well. Mine's not really a 4 2 4. My two wingers is Dave beat me to the punch, Eze and Brian and Bemo. I think Eze, 10 goals, 4 assists this season. Mbemo, I think, has filled in well when Tony's not been there. And Mbemo's just a fucking good player. Let's full stop. Great little player. Um, so himself and Eze make up my midfield, Carol. Yeah, he had a bit of a shit World Cup, though, Mbemo, didn't he? Like, he didn't really impress for me. It's a good thing we're talking about the Premier League, then, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um... I've gone for um, an unorthodox right wing position for Michael Elise, as I said last week. Same as Dave. Um, yeah, I think he's play, he's played a stormer. He makes Palace tick for me. Two goals, ten assists. Um, pretty good stats for him. Fucking fair, very good one. Yeah. Like him and Eze, what's that? 12 goals and assists for Elise, and then 14 for Eze. That's like very good. I think they're they're two excellent players. Um mm. And I don't know if Fierro was really using them to their best benefit. I think Roy's getting more out of them. I don't um, think. I think. I th- I think Vieira would have gotten some out of them towards the end of the season. Mm. But the game is Hodgson had. But however, um, and I've gone for Willian uh, left Ooh. wing, who uh, five goals for assists. He doesn't really. He brings more energy than output for me. Um, yeah, and he's been good. He's ha- he's had a great season for fun. Um, I wasn't expecting him to do anything. Um, mm. He's exceeded expectations. Kind of came back and like done really well. Yeah. Well, this is it, man. The flair player is always good, you know. I think there's a, there's Rick a lack, there's a lack of flair players. Woo. Yeah. In the Premier League now, <laughs> to the point <laughs> where you know football is not that exciting anymore. Like the likes of Sam Maximum tonight are is, I is sat on the bench. I don't, I, I don't rate Sam Maximum. Man, Kieran speaking as someone that has been watching Chelsea for the last six months. Yeah, very true. Very true. There's no style of play with you. There's no, no flair. All no the money flair. you spend is nothing. So that's why you're a miserable fucker when it comes to football. Right <laughs> oh, hold on a minute, Dave. No. Well, right. Dave's, Dave's right. Correct. You're right to a certain extent, but. He's right to all extents. Like, Get smell over here for that burn, baby. You're right to a certain extent, but I think, I think it is true that the, the lack of flair players is everywhere. Like, even. Like Newcastle there aren't playing Sam Exmans now, as I said. Uh Wolves don't play Adana. You know what I mean? Like these players don't have a sniff anymore. 
They don't get a sniff. Because there's players that are better than them in a system. The is not good. I don't. Maxman isn't playing because he was injured and the fellas that are playing. I don't particularly rate either of them, to be honest with you. They're excited. I think Alexander Isaac and Almoron are both more exciting than the two of them. In my opinion. Dave, your forwards. Right. So, first forward is obviously going to be the absolute kingpin of betting, Ivan Tony, all right? <laughs> Legend, all right? Oh, um, left field, right? Do you want to have a guess who I'm going to say? Well, I mean, there's only. Uh, go on, pick one. Go on. <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> Former Chelsea Academy player. Oh, God. Torrent to Liverpool. I knew, oh, this, I knew this was coming. Dominic Solanke. Oh, that's actually a good shit. He's played well. I like Dominic. I have Dominic Solanke down as my honourable mentions. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a great pick. I like him, man. He, was, he had a rough go at Liverpool. Like, not that he was ever going to get that anything, but like... Non-sub stories. Non-sub stories. I, I, I agree with both them picks, but I, I don't know why Harry Kane's been left out. Because I don't like that <laughs> fucking cheating bastard. Sorry, has to be said. Don't like him. Fuck him. Okay, Kieran. Kieran, Kieran. Your forwards, Kieran. My forwards, I've gone for Tony and I've gone for uh, Mitridge. Uh, 14 goals for Mitro. They said they said he couldn't score. They said he couldn't score in the Premier League. Yeah. He scored 14 and he's missed eight, eight of them for uh, absolute loaf on the referee. Mm. So I think he's had a good season, man. Yeah, he's had a great season. Um, and I've gone one, for Ivan Tony as well. Yeah, one of the reasons why Fulham have been so good, I think. My two forwards echoing your, your sayings about Ivan Tony, I think. Like, like, man, 20 goals a season for a team like Brentford is nothing to be sniffed at. Not at all. All great goals as well, man. All yeah, poacher remember, finishes. Man, do you remember his hat trick the weekend of EP against Leeds? Oh, fucking great, like. I have Harry Kane in front of Ivan Tony. Um, that would be the stats speak incredible. For so. I suppose I'll run through mine, then you can run through yours, Kieran. Yeah, of course. Um, Kane and Abbas, Kenny Tete, Tim Ream, Lewis Dunk, Estupinian, uh, Brian and Buemo, Alexis Derizler, McAllister, Moses Caicedo. Um, Eberiche, Eze, Ivan Tony, and Hurricane. Right. R- Roya, Ben May, um, Dunk, Mings, Estupinian, um, Ward Prowse, McAllister. <laughs> <laughs> Ward Prowse is class, man, right? <laughs> he actually is. He just needs a couple of runners around. Fucking dusty baller. Um, Eze, Elusi, and. Uh, Elise. Sorry, dyslexia kicking in there. Um, <laughs> Kicking the bollocks at me tonight like the high favour. Um, and then Solanke and the Ivan Tony fell up front. Yeah. Legend. Oh, Solanke is a great show. He, should, he shouldn't have had any ban at all. He was backing himself. That's all he was doing. Kerr on your team. I've gone for Jordan Pickford, uh, <laughs> Ashley Young uh, for the Renaissance, Thiago Silva, Ben Mee, Alex Moreno, uh, Deco Royce, Joe Palina, Mikel Alise. Ivan, Tony, Mitrovic and William. Yeah, I suppose I, I did ask the faithful of um, Instagram to give their teams of the season outside the top five. Craig says, Raya, Cash, me. Very selfish to put myself on his team. Hey, hey. <laughs> uh, Thiago Silva, <laughs> Estupinian, Royce, Paulinia, the Rizzler, and Seiko, Kane and Tony. Um, ben Casey says, not in Forest for staying up. Yeah, I suppose. Shout out to Ben Casey's sister as always. Um, Keane Mulvey says um, I didn't put a team in never mind Ian says Raya Henry Dunk Robinson I think he's going for Anthony Robinson of the United States Men's National Team uh, Gibbs White Rice The Rizzler Matoma Kane Tony and Ferguson Ian's gone with absolutely zero balance there by the way um, 
Ulton has gone with Ryan Mings, Dunk, Pinnock, March, McAllister, Paulina, Elise, Billing, Watkins, and Kane. Wow. He also has Eze and Andreas Prayer in brackets for that's, that's a great team. I, that's I, a cracking team. Uh, Philip uh, Billing deserves a shout on Saudi March. Very good season. Yeah. I, I don't like March. Mm. He's had a good season though. Bro. Jack Ryan says Drum Condra. They're going for the shield. So <laughs> I believe. Uh, Woodser says Burnley. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Burnley, yeah. Jerry says, ooh, like this. And that, then he didn't give a team. So, uh, that's that's the teams of the season outside the top five. Shout out to everyone for getting involved. As Cheers, always. Jer. We're going to move on now. Get it out. Get it out. Sponsored by Alberto Moreno as always. We're going to dive right in. <coughs> Craig says, who got robbed more, Ribery or Wesley Schneider for the Ballon d'Or? And shout out to Slaps and McGowan's, whoever Slaps is. Schneider, 100%. Schneider, yeah. Messi like, robbed him. Squadetto, Champions League. Nearly won the World Cup. That Ballon d'Or all over for me. Ballon d'Or's a scam anyway, man. Uh, it's all it's all a state of mind. Um <laughs> someone has a Rory type saying, Where did you get this picture? It's a picture of Dembele after Leon beat Man City in the Champions League Rory for information. Uh, Cam says, Have West Ham had a better season than Arsenal? Ooh uh, absolutely not now for me, but I can see the the top behind this question, I suppose. Ben Casey says Mark Henry versus Big Daddy V versus in a TLC ladder match. Who takes home the gold? I'd say Mark Henry. Big Daddy V all the way. Yeah, Dave. Mark Henry. The GOAT. Um, Ian says favourite kit release so far. A Liverpool Warder up and coming home jersey for next season on Saturday. And I think it's the best kit Nike have produced for Liverpool so far. So I'm going to say that. I haven't seen any kits. Nice. Uh, I'm living under a rock, Adam. (laughs) Keen Wolfie goes, what would you rate the Europa League anthem out of 10? You'll be hearing a lot of it next season. (laughs) It's actually a banger, to be fair. It's a great song. It's actually a fucking great tune. It's a great song. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, it's actually a pretty tune. Pretty good tune. Do you think it's better than the Champions League one? No, no. Champions League's heritage, man. I think the Europa League is better. Uh, Ian says three players you'd keep at Leeds when we go down three players you'd get rid of um, three players I'd keep Willie Nanto Robin Cock and <laughs> <laughs> and Strike <laughs> and no well, Strike shy. Um and yeah Willie Nanto Robin Cock and uh, Rodrigo and get rid of everyone else because they're all dire no get rid of um Firpo, Meslier and Bamford. They'd be the trio I'd get rid of. Yeah, definitely Meslier for me. Firpo as well. I don't think Aileen cuts that right back as well, personally. Ah, he's past, isn't he? Um, and then i go with players to keep. i go with uh, Harrison. Great player. Um, Tyler Adams, if you can. USA. And probably, I'd say the same with, uh, with Rodrigo. Jack Ryan says, how much does Gary Vav get paid for asking these questions? <laughs> um, none. I haven't given my anything, Kieran. I haven't told you about him, suppose. <laughs> um, Woodsor has directed this question purely at you, Kieran. I'm just letting you know. He says, Cran, how much Lego could you fill up your arse? <laughs> <laughs> this, this wasn't directly at me, was it? Yeah, he says, Kieran, how much Lego could you fill up your arse? Um, Gary Vev says, like, quip reporting Neymar to Manchester United. Um, think I might just give up 
I think Neymar would be a fucking great sign for Manchester United, to be honest. I think Neymar's a terrible attitude. I wouldn't have him in my club. <laughs> terrible, terrible attitude. <laughs> Diving bastard. Gary Valve says, can you explain why you haven't put in 28 goal Harry Kane in your team last week? Um, because I believe uh, Bakaya Saka is a winger and should be played on the wing and not in the 10 in a position that he hasn't played in all season. Um, Gary Vav says is John Stones the most underrated player in the Premier League um, oh, I'd, love to chip in on this one. I'd probably say yes I think John Stones had a great season it is a prime example of a, of a fucking woefully bad player being fortunate to play in a good team that controls the play oh god like I'm being gen- oh, no 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 Henderson when he was good was controlling the tempo of the game right but that, that's you look at exactly that one second no 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 no, no. Right, John Stones is a player. I looked at that Real Madrid game the other night. Anytime he got the ball and tried to progress it going forward, what happened? The ball went out of play. The ball went out of play. The ball went out of play. He's a fortunate player to be in the team. I would love to know how accurate that is, Dave. Well, did they you? not win that game? Uh, yeah, but that, Dave. They won a 4-0. It was four a 4-0. Yeah. yeah, so what's your point? My point's just proven right there he's a fucking shy player very no. fortunate being in the team that he's in No, I, I fully he's disagree. playing midfield like it's piss take they were walking all over Real Madrid I, Whether just, he was I fully around. disagree I think he's very good in the ball yeah I think as well lads he's great distribution lads he has hold on a second now he's you not, well, you're not watching it the other night I was watching the exact same game remember I said to you three saying, times you tried to give that ball over the top to Silva what score did the game finish me how many assists did he get? How many yeah, what score did the game finish? The box for that? What score did the game finish? Finished four 0 but it wasn't there because of him. It very much partly was because of him. It's very good to be a bad player in a really good team that controls that, possession. That's just wrong, Dave. It's not. It is. He's I terrible. Think, I think it's an interesting point, though. Um, uh, yeah, but you could pl- say that about any players playing a good team, though. Yeah, but like, how many players that are bad players? And get put on a good team are actually good players. You know what I mean? If, if John Stones wasn't a good player, he wouldn't be playing for Manchester City. Of course, that's that's the. Of course, I think that's the underlying point. Like, I think he's rated just about fairly. Well, that that's, yeah. I suppose that's fair enough. Yeah. Gary says, should Chelsea fans be worried about Reese James' injury record? I I would. I mean, I'm not particularly worried though, because like. <laughs> there's another there's there's another um, right back coming in for this summer to. Give him an extra bit of cover. Who? Uh, Gusto, I think his name is off Leon. Off Leon, yeah. Yeah. Pillow, yeah. So I'm not, I'm not too fussed, like, because he's he's always had no cover. I think that's been the problem. If someone's there to cover for him, was Aspilicueta not covering him? Yeah, but in the last few seasons, that Aspilicueta's legs have gone, so it's harder to put Aspi in. He, Just he, same. He's Aspi- also an older player, but Reece James's legs are gone. The same Aspilicueta who. <laughs> he is yeah. Same same Aspilicueta who captain Chelsea for Champions League. That Aspilicueta. Yeah, but uh, Reece James started the Champions League final, so. And Aspilicueta captain the team. And I, he I, can he can't run that position. The same thing happened with Ivanovic. Um, back in the day, I so I, I just think a bit of cover for James will help him in the long run. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I suppose it would limit his game time to an extent mm. if he was constantly swapping somebody. I, I, I think, I think when a, a player as young as Reese James has had the injuries he's had at that age, I think it's a worry. It's a story, Joe. You know, well, it's always yeah. A worry. That's that's yeah. A very that's a very good point. I think Dave's made. Um, like Sturridge was a player who constantly got injured. For Liverpool, Chelsea, Bolton, whoever you played with, 
and he was, he was a player who had great, great, like such a high ceiling. And he conscientious. Gary says, just put on the Leicester game. Dane Smith has Madison and Barnes on the bench. <laughs> yeah, very true. And the game finished in the log, Gary. Um, <laughs> bringing my ma to Old Trafford on Thursday for the Chelsea game. Score prediction, lads. Um, Manchester United 3, Chelsea 1. Uh, Thursday night football. Uh, won't be seen in next season. United you know, won't be seen next season. Liverpool certainly will. So uh, I'm going to go for a Wait, cheeky. Uh, Liverpool certainly will be seen Thursday night football. So, uh, oh, for the sake of Thursday night football itself, we're going to lose. <laughs> so, Liverpool so how many, how are many, destined for the re league. How many times have you said tonight that Chelsea are going to beat Man United? Oh, no. Are you on heroin? Man, we're, we're, we're in great form. We're in absolutely great Harry. form. You, you, have, you have nothing uh, to worry about, Adam. We're going to do the job. Why, but, uh, why, why I predict we, United to win 3 now. I just don't know why you spent the whole night saying Chelsea would win and then Man, take it to No, Kieran, you're not being funny though. Okay, sorry. Gary says, if a team offered you a packet of Harry Bows instead of Jaden Sancho, would you take it? Yes. Um, last question. Gary says, young team of the season on next week's pod or rest of Europe team of the season? I think Champions League team of the season. The week of the Champions League final, maybe. Wow. Young young team of the season next week, Karen, what do you think about yeah, that? Yeah, we're coming to our last podcast soon. Um, I think it'll be in two weeks' time. So, Yeah, how many podcasts are we at now, Karen? We're, almost, we're, we're somewhere uh, in the 80s, aren't we? We're somewhere in the 70s, I think. Oh, I episode said 80s to me last week. Episode 100 is coming soon. Yeah, we, we should, we'll hope we'll hope to have a big guest for that. That's going to be a big episode, a very big episode. Yeah, we'll actually have to like put some effort into it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's this week's podcast, thankfully. Coming up to 5 to 11 now, Jesus wept. Um, Dimitri Payet. <laughs> Jesus wept. Dimitri Payet. Um, thanks as ever for joining us episode 29 the Michael Block um, Hole one on the 69th hole what a shagger man great um, weekend for Michael Block hopefully he's listening yeah hopefully he's listening <laughs> so, well, I might tag him on this he might share it you never know but um, yeah Kieran final thoughts uh, I hope everyone's having a great day uh, I have hay fever again it's fucking come back Killing me, to yeah. help me the Milan demons but um I hope everyone has a fabulous day today, whatever time you listen, and enjoy the summer vibes because the sun is coming out. Here comes the sun. And it's great to have a bit of positivity in the sun now, so enjoy it while it lasts, and uh, yeah. Last question, Carl. Favourite Beatles song? Are you a fan of the Beatles? I'm a fan of the Beatles, Adam. Hey, Jude. Um, I'm, I love While My Guitar Gently Weeps. Wow. Eight days a week, Carl. Eight days a week, <laughs> I love, Sing the mail, love you. Sing the mail. Eight days a week is not enough to show I care. Oh, I need your love, babe. Thanks for joining us this week. Um, and we'll see you soon. Sing the mail. Sing the <laughs> you know it's true. We'll leave it there, so. Love me. Hold me. Love me, hold me. I ain't got nothing but love, girl. Eight days a week. Eight days a week. I love.